Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Liam, if you think apprenticeships are bad in construction, I should look at the motor trade. Morning to you. Morning. How are you doing? Good. Good. What's the story? Uh, um, I tell you, I was listening to you there the other day talking about construction and like the amount of guys I see leaving the motor trade every week is absolutely frightening. There's, a, there's an actual ticking time bomb here. Uh, I think in... Five, ten years, there won't be any mechanics left in this country because guys are leaving so uh, pretty much every week. I mean, why, like, why, why, Liam? Because basically, modern cars are junk. They're absolute rubbish, and you, you you spend your whole life trying to fix these things. And if you're working in a dealership and if a car comes in with a problem. They're so complicated, unnecessarily complicated, and you've got a breathing down your neck all the time. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? All this will carry on. Why you just get sick of it? You say, look, there's no money worth this. Those guys going off working in factories, getting paid more for less problems, less hassle. Those guys going driving vans, buses. When I was sorting my time, I'm 34 years at this job. Okay. When I was sorting my time, there was 15 guys in my class out in the college. As far as I know, there's only two of us left on the swellers. Funny you should um, say that about the, the cars changing, though, because I, I was friendly with a, a mechanic out in Balancholic a few years back. Um, good old school guy now, like yourself. And he used to say that. He said the old cars, some of them lasted for years because they were easy to fix. You'd always they be were, able to get a part. You'd always be were, able to replace it. Yeah, but the, the cars in the old days were built properly. I have a couple of customers. I work, I actually love, the only reason I'm still doing this is because I love working on vintage cars. Right. And I have a few customers with old cars. For, I actually got a loan of a 48-year-old Mercedes for my daughter's wedding a few months ago. Brilliant. And it started and drove like a brand new car. Modern cars, a friend of mine has a Mercedes, I think it's 2016, the thing is a heap of junk. It's not be picking on any particular brand, you're uh, saying, but you're saying it's across it's, the board. It's, a, it's everything, absolutely everything. If you want, if people often say to me, oh, I want to buy a car, what should I buy? And I tell them, buy a 20-year-old Toyota? Yeah, sorry, I don't, want, I don't want to be mentioning names again, but that's the Well, fact. no, there's so but, many of them around, like, there is yeah. some, yeah. Like you, my daughter had a, 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 a ninety nine Yaris, and got written off in an accident. But the car was absolutely perfect. They were a great little car. They were a super little car. 
Yeah. You buy, buy a new car now, by the time the warranty is up, the car's worthless. See, Pichon? But the thing is, the guys working at these cars, they get so frustrated, it's so much pressure and hassle. You have to be a mechanic, you have to be an electrician, you have to be a plumber, you have to be a welder, you have to be a fabricator, you have to be all these things. No, Liam, there's the thing. I, I, again, this is, just, this is just ordinary fella who can barely find the, 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 the bottle to fill up my water, okay? Right. I look in the bonnet of my car and I see an engine. I look in a bonnet of a car 20 years ago, I see an engine. And I'm going to say something that you're probably going to scream. An engine is an engine. A, an engine is an engine, but modern engines, if you look at a modern engine, you will see all these pipes and hoses and wires and all these sensors and all this crap, and there's no need for any of it. It's all brought in by the environmentalists, they want all this stuff, and all these things are doing is causing more and more problems. EGR valves, the EGR system, exhaust gas recirculation. They're taking the exhaust gas, the gas coming out of your exhaust, they're recirculating it back into the engine. To that's clean it out, idiot, That's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard. Really? It causes no end of problems. It's fine when the car is new, but as soon as the car gets to four or five years old, these things are just causing no end of problems. What about all the catalytic converters and all that? Should... The catalytic converters is another one. The pollution to mine the stuff to make one catalytic converter for your car is more than a car, your average car will generate in 10 years. Yeah. And these things can be, can, 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 they're expected to last five years. So we like, I mean, look, I, I think of the car I drive now and I think of the car I drove 30 years ago, 20, 30 yeah. years ago. I love both cars. I loved my first, my first car was an old Ford Fiesta, an old rust bucket, right. I think. But, you know, it drove and it got around and it was reliable and you could get it fixed. Yeah. I now drive for day to day, I drive a little Dacia Sendero. I love them both. I loved right. my four, I did, right. I, We love you, our gadgets, wife, we love our lights, we love our yeah, screens, we love all these things, those. All these things come at a price. And when all these gadgets start giving problems, they affect other systems. All the systems in your car are all interlinked. If one of them packs up, there's a good chance it'll affect something else. Mm. I heard there recently about a certain type of car, and if one of the ABS sensors gives up in, in the car, the whole car will just stop. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's, 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 it's ridiculous. Yeah. And you, you know yourself, the, the roads here that we're putting up with, ABS sensors are getting hammered night and Breaking day. systems, yeah. yeah. They're probably the most common sensor that I change in cars is ABS sensors. From mm. the, the, the one that drives road. me mad is the one where the little flat tire comes up and it says check your pressures and yeah. you go into the garage and there's the shag all wrong except maybe one tire has lost a small bit for going over a pothole, pump it up, yeah. hunky dory. Well, and another thing with those is when guys are changing the tires they can damage the sensor and then your lights are on. See <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous, but like the mechanics are, are putting up with this thing. Oh, like, it's great when young lads are starting out in the job. But there's no one coming it. into the trade now, Liam. You know, young people, yeah, young people who've grown up with is, technology will come into the trade and they'll, this, they'll grasp that like it's breathing. 
but they don't want to get their hands dirty. They think it's like oh. fast and furious that they're bolting big turbos at the sports cars and then sitting around drinking beer with their buddies in the evening. <laughs> the reality is completely different. So they they don't want to go they home with grease up to their elbows, like grease. Grease is the least of your problems. <laughs> like the amount of cars that I open the bonnet and you find little short grey hairs and little pellets around the engine. I found mummified cats in injuries. Oh, God, no. And you wouldn't believe blood and guts around the wheel arches from Roadkill. I should have a biohazard suit some days working on cars. <laughs> you are joking me. I'm not. I'm. A- this is absolutely every single day of the week. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. And there's no wonder guys are leaving. You can get paid more in a factory sitting in a nice warm office. Like, what does, what does uh, a fourth, say, a first, second, third, fourth year apprentice mechanic get paid? I, I, I'm actually self-employed, so I'm a bit out of the loop with um, wages. But I was told about four years ago about a lad who was starting in a garage. He was on four euro an hour as a first year apprentice. Is and that even legal? Oh, yeah. There's no minimum wage for princes. Okay. Uh, when he was qualified, he could expect to earn 14 euro an hour. Right. And the garage he was working in was charging 140 euro an hour to work in your car. Yeah, no, the cost of... Listen, this is what drives people mad about garages. And again, we're not going to name anybody. Please don't name anybody. But the cost of getting labour done in a garage these days is just... Yeah. And where is the money going? Because it's not going to the mechanics. No, I believe that the wages have increased dramatically in the last couple of years. Well, if you're going to keep, but if you're going to keep that as in the trade league, yeah. you're going to have to pay them well, particularly the guys who know the, who know their well, way I, around. I'll be, on, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you, no, PJ. There's no money would pay me to do some of the work that I'm expected to. I'm lucky at the moment. I'm self-employed. I have. I'm turning away work every day of the week. Mostly because of the injuries that I sustained from this job. What? This is this job is so hard on your body and on your mind. Give me an example. This is this is this I is have, this is good stuff. Give me an example. I have back pains. I have pains in my arms, my wrists, my joints, my neck. I actually had to go for an MRI for the pain in my neck. That's, that's from I, leaning in over the engines, anyway. Yeah, that's technique, yeah. From when you're walking at something overhead, you're looking back in just years and years of this. I see. And it's so mentally taxing. I, I often joke that if I time over again, I do something less mentally and physically taxing, like 
uh, nuclear physics or rocket science. <laughs> Do you know what it's you've just, done, Liam? Do you know what you've done now? And I, I really enjoyed this conversation. But what you've done is any young fella who's sitting at home with his Weetabix wondering yeah. what he's going to do with his life has now decided not to be a mechanic. I, well, I, I'll be honest with you, know, I've saved him four years of wasting his life because 99% of the lads, as soon as they reach the end of their apprenticeship, they just think, no, this isn't worth it, and they go and do something else. But isn't it a skill then if you're qualified? Lastly, isn't it but a skill you can take all is, over the world? Problem is, you've guys retiring, packing up, and all the knowledge and skill that they've built up during the years is lost. So there's nobody there to replace them. But the, da- but the danger that I could see happening here is, like what they've done in CT, they can't get staff, so they're bringing staff from abroad, they're bringing staff from other jobs yeah. that have no I qualifications. I think they were stopped doing that from yeah. Uh, I think there were stuff. You, you know, that. another interesting point. Go on. If you decided in the morning you want to open a garage and be a mechanic, you can just go in town, buy a set of spanners, set of sockets, buy a cheap scan tool for a tenor, buy a trolley jack, and go, you're a mechanic. Don't be frightened of me. Liam, thank you very much. That's a great... Lads, if we get many calls like that this week, we'll have a great week. Well done. Thank you, Liam. Liam's a mechanic with 30-something years' experience. He said, fellas, are leaving the trade and not going into the trade because... And I'm quoting him now. These are not my words. Modern cars are just... junk. Um, Connor, apologies for holding on to you. He wants to talk to me about other trades. Uh, Connor, I appreciate you waiting. Connor, thank you for holding through all of that. Um, Liam was telling me about apprenticeships in the motor trade and people leaving the motor trade because they just don't want to be mechanics anymore. I had a few calls in support of what he was saying. But you're trying to get people into stonework, brickwork, blockwork, masonry. There's a major shortage there too. Good morning. Good morning, PJ. How are you? Very good, and thank you. Good, man. A shortage. First of all... Yeah, I would want to thank you. I just want to thank you to, for this opportunity to promote my school in Dripsy. And just to introduce myself and a bit about my background. Okay. So my, my name is Connor Kelleher and I've been a stonemason for the last 30 years. Right. I own my own company called Cork Stone Mason and Building Stone Cork, selling all building stone. So when I finished school, I was unsure of what I wanted to do. So I began working with my father and my uncle, Jimmy and Brendan Kelleher, Kelleher, who were building contractors. From this, I got a taste of the various trades, such as plastering, uh, blockwork, brickwork, and stone masonry. Mm-hmm. What benefited me was the hands-on experience of all these, but the stone masonry was the one I loved, do- loved doing. Connor, for... Those of us who mightn't be familiar with it, what exactly does a stone... We know what a block layer does. We know what that kind... What does a stonemason do? Yeah, so what I do is um, I I work with natural stone, building stone, and um, uh, dressing stone and building walls. I could be building... I could be doing walls that would be after collapsing down. I'd have to rebuild them, or we could be doing um, patios, or we could be... Working on old castles, old walls, new walls, it okay. all depends. Okay, okay. Well, so I worked under trades. a stonemason on O'Shea from Coachford. Mm. 
I worked for a, a stonemason by the name of Conor O'Shea from Courtford, who was 83, and is still building stone walls. And he taught me everything I knew. Sure. But the idea for the school, PJ, came about because I can see less and less people taking up the wet trades. Yeah, so no, the wet trade, like, obviously, obviously masonry, as you describe it, stone masonry is quite specialised, but there's brickwork, blockwork, plastering, like you said. There's, lots, there's, there's a shortage of people going into those trades too. Yeah, that's it. So I wanted to create a course where people of all ages could come and see the different trades and what it entails on. A hands-on fun environment. It won't be like going into a classroom. There will be building with stone. So we have facility, facilities in our stone yard to have these half-day courses. It's not weather-dependent as we have a warehouse set up for the courses and it will be open for people working in factories who want to do some team building exercise right. and means sheds and fortune students upwards. Well, yeah, um, would this be useful for, for we have a lot of young people trying to make a decision, Connor, on what they do with their lives. And they're 16, 17 and 18 and they're not 100% sure what to do with their lives. And, and like, and a, a, a trade might be great for them, but they don't even know where to start. Well, that's why we set up the school, because we want to bring transition years to our school Excellent. for half-day courses and show them the different trades that if they're interested in doing them, that they can go further on and go into working with, okay, with a trade. Because, because we do have, and I was only mentioning it there, with, we do have, a, last week, we have a huge shortage in all the key trades. You'd wonder where we're going to build all these houses we need if we've no one to do the trades. Yeah, and look, I have a great support from the stonemason community and my stone suppliers are all around Ireland and um, they're all they're all hoping that young fellas will take it up or girls, it depends who'd like to do it. It's there for everyone, you know, there's brickwork, blockwork, plastering, you know, all these wet trades and it is a shame that the people aren't um, going into it right. and they're all going for third-level education, you know. All right. Connor, thank you for your time. Corkstonemasons.ie is Connor's website and the details of all of his courses and stuff are there. That's Connor Kelleher, stonemason. But that's a very specialised work with old stones and old walls. But there's brickwork and blockwork and plastering and all those trades, what they call the wet trades. And they can't get people either. Which brings me right back again to where I was when I heard what Holly Cairns said on Saturday night at her party conference and I know we'll have it from Sinn Féin and we'll have it from Fine Gael and we'll have it from Fianna Fáil and we'll have it from the Green Party and we'll have it from the Divil and all themselves, Labour Party all telling us how many thousands of houses they'll build. They'll all tell us how many who's got and that's the question when they come to your door for the local elections and the European elections and the general election which will be sometime between now and by this time next year, we will have to have had a general election, uh, constitutionally anyway. When they come to your door telling you, oh, we're going to who's going to build them? Where are they going to get the plasterers, the plumbers, the carpenters, the electricians, the block workers, the tilers, where, painters, where are you going to get them? Where are you going to get them? Because they're not out there. Because there's a chronic shortage of apprentices. Corks 96 FM.